0: all right welcome to aid station x-rays i'm valerie i'm chris and this is our first podcast we're super excited to have you all here with us and to share a little bit about uh what we have going on in the endurance realm uh dissecting what an athlete is training plans uh mental toughness uh, basically a lot of insane things that you can do with your free time that are good ways to die uh, no I'm just kidding it's a good way to have a good time uh, and to to build a great legacy for your life along the way um, so to get started today uh,
1: i would like to sorry not to cut you off but i would like to give our audience a parental advisory for anything (laughs) that may or probably will come out of my mouth uh small children may want to stay out of the room
0: rated r probably rated r
1: probably at least
0: sorry not sorry yeah uh just for today we are actually in happy valley uh in pennsylvania we are part of Victory Multisport, and we have about 20 to 25 teammates who are racing Ironman Happy Valley this weekend, so super stoked for them. Everybody is getting their stuff dropped off at the lake, getting in the water, getting some swim time in, getting their bike set up at Transition 1, and the energy here is so hype. Everybody's pumped. Everybody's ready to go. This is a tough course. This is the first year that they're doing Ironman Happy Valley, and I think they have like a three-year contract up here, so probably going to be back next year. But it's, it looks rough. Like what you were saying, that you were driving in with the hills.
1: I've, I've never seen anything. I've never been to an event like this where, you know, swim, bike, and run's all a part of it. I'm just strictly an endurance runner part. But, yeah, man, so we were is, driving in. This
0: is the first triathlon this, you've seen this, this set, set up. This is the
1: first thing I've ever seen.
0: Okay. Okay. And
1: I was passing these bikes on 150 coming in and those hills they they i w- i would not want to do that i i only dog paddle as i told <laughs> the leak and that applies to bikes too i only dog paddle
0: so this is so these aren't really like so much hills these are more like mountains i mean we all are. Uh, i would mountains.
1: classify these as mountains <laughs>
0: I pulled in and i felt. I felt like you were looking around like where's the trail, oh yeah, <laughs>
1: where, yeah, where, like where do the, the trailhead the whole way in, like i just started i had i had this itch, I knew my shoes were in the back of the truck too, so like that dropping drop' and happen at any point,
0: <laughs> so that all being said, give us a little bit of your background, tell us um like what what all kind of racing do you do? How did you get into running?
1: uh well, let's start from i guess the beginning, like i I was overweight. I, I had my oldest son was the only one at the time. Uh, I was two, 296 at my heaviest and I knew something had to change and I met Justine and we got a, we set up a plan. We set up goals.
0: Now who's Justine?
1: Uh, Justine Albert. Okay. She, uh, she, Super awesome! So IBB I know Justine, Pro. but just for anybody yeah. who
0: doesn't know Justine, okay. Um,
1: um, I don't know if there's anybody in this world that doesn't know Justine,
0: or shouldn't, yeah, they or should shouldn't know, know her. Justine.
1: Yeah. So we had a plan, and like weight started to come off automatically, and through um,
0: what co- like a combination of eating better, lifting weights. That
1: was that was the biggest thing was like eating because I travel a lot with my job, so like uh, it was more like body weight stuff as opposed to like going to the gym like I didn't incorporate the gym here and there whenever it was possible but a lot of it was just me uh with a, like a weight vest or going through plyometric stuff uh like that but a hundred a percent of it was like I never realized how big of a factor what you put in the furnace matters like I just never wrapped my head around like the nutrition aspect and that was like a huge change like we cut out like cheese, and we cut out like all the fun things that God, I used to enjoy. God, I love enjoy. cheese. <laughs> and uh, like condiments, I lost all my condiments. I learned to love mustard because I was al- I was allowed to have mustard, so I just put mustard on everything. <laughs> put mustard on cereal. Put mustard on hot. Or th- er, put mustard on chicken. She uh, does mustard love mustard with on her everything. meal plan. <laughs> yeah, no ketchup, only mustard. So mustard it was. So fast forward with that like I don't know six months or something uh I I was following a lot of the Tough Mudder people and I was like I could do one of those races I used to be an athlete in college <laughs> like I, I could do this stuff
0: meanwhile Tough Mudder like that's that's you, not like that's... In,
1: like what Tough Mudder is now Tough Motor back then, I don't know if it was my inexperience, but it was a lot harder, like, whenever it first started. We're talking probably, like, 2015, 2016, like, whenever it was, it was new. And I, me and my brother-in-law, we did, we did that race in Ohio. It was at Powerline Park. And about six miles into this thing, like, I was gone, done, and I was like, I will finish this, this, whatever you want to call this event, but I will never, ever do this again.
0: And you guys were all dressed in matching outfits? No, no, not this oh, time. Oh, no, not yet. Okay, this, this okay. That great. Came we're, later. we're getting okay. there. We're
1: getting there. But, so I finished. So I finished, and, like, I saw a lot of amazing things, costumes. Like, there was this dude dressed up as uh, the breaking bad guy. His team was breaking mud, and, like, I, like... It took it a minute to wrap my head around, like, how big of a thing this was. Like, it was, it was a growing in popularity. And, um, like I said, and we finished and then the next year, uh, we became a team. That was the first year of Das Mutter. We wore later hosen. There were five of us and it was awesome. Like, um,
0: I just picture you with like beer with the with the letter.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like that's, that's that's and nobody no it took everybody by surprise, but everybody loved it. And we became like the thing of Pittsburgh, the Pittsburgh tough mutter was we, we were known there. <laughs> because then the next year there were eighteen. And to me it was all like I, I did it before. I knew what it take, taught to to get you there and i just wanted other people to experience that
0: meanwhile you said you would never do it again after your first right right yeah (laughs) now
1: now we're hooked we're in now so
0: now where was that switch like between when you finished the first one you're like i'm never doing this again and uh, deciding that like okay i'm I'm in let's go
1: probably like like that was i think it was Facebook. I don't think it was MySpace. I think it was Facebook. <laughs> MySpace. Like just messaging people. Like there was this dude. I'll remember. I'll never forget him. He's from New York. Uh He he ran the the race with a gas mask on, and he had 80 pounds of chains around him. <laughs> and this, uh, I was started of messaging him. I'm like, man, this is incredible. I still have my picture uh, or picture of him in my phone from that day. And I'm like, this is unbelievable. Then I did, like, a little research, and this guy had, at the time, he had uh, something really wrong with, like, the lower half of his leg, and he had to wear this big brace, and it was a lot of pain, and he had leukemia also. Oh, my gosh. And I'm like, wow, there's this guy. And then, like, follow him, and he's like, if he's not in, in the gas mask, he's in a full door theater outfit Oh my doing God. it. And, like, it was just blew me away. And, like, all, like, the the individual athletes and like everybody was helping everybody else. Like you come to an obstacle and a lot of the times you couldn't get over it by yourself. So you needed help and everybody was always helping. And that's what like our team became like the helper. We would throw anybody over anything. We would wait until the last person got through and then the rest of the team would get there. it. didn't matter how fast you were. It didn't matter how slow you were. We moved as a team.
0: That's awesome.
1: And at the the height, I think we did it for like four years. We had twenty one was our most we ever had.
0: So twenty one people in in, in like the full Okay. Yeah. Okay. So the whole team's out there. Yeah, we
1: had flags and everything. It was it was wild.
0: <laughs> so you look like a bunch of Vikings essentially racing around tough mudder.
1: Of, kind of, yeah, German Vikings. <laughs>
0: I love that. That's awesome. So then how did that kind of segue into more of just running and less of the actual tough mud or obstacles?
1: Well, uh one of one of the guys that were on the team, it was my my manager at the time, Sam, he starts talking about this this race through the woods of behind his house and he's like oh there's different distances and like it's trail running and like i didn't, had no idea what he was talking about and i'm like yeah whatever okay say i'm like good good talk we'll see you out there and the, the following year he wanted to do the 100k and whenever he did the 100k you're allowed to have a pacer after the first 50 and he was like i'd really like you if you, if you would pace me for the second 50 and i'm like okay
0: but were you running like 50ks at this point i mean why why of all the people i mean i'm no offense but why would he ask if you would pace him for the second half of this race? uh
1: I, your your guess is as good as mine like,
0: <laughs> so had you ever even done a 50k by that now, point? no
1: like half, half marathon was probably the first the furthest i've ever ran before that that happened and okay. like I never even knew what a trail was, like, (laughs) rail trails and stuff. That's what I was booking down, like, no idea. And, like, we got there, and there's, like, roots and rocks and trees and, like, single-track stuff. Like, we're walking into these aid stations, and there's music playing and all this stuff, and it's crazy. And, like,
0: I'm like, what is this world? What did you get yourself into? What is happening
1: here? And, like, we're looking around. I'm just trying to take all this in and like then then all of a sudden it gets dark and we just put uh lights on and stuff and now we're running in the dark and uh and from that moment on then sam was like well we're gonna run 100 miles now
0: okay because you did this 50k with him randomly like never having trail run never having done a 50k you just went and did this 50k second yeah
1: now we're now we're now we're ultra running okay so now you're in okay all right
0: you might as well go to the olympics of trail running yeah so
1: like my first (laughs) registered event ever was 100 miles (laughs) it was 100 miles
0: okay so most people who do this like don't just jump into 100 miler they're like okay like let me try a 50k maybe
1: maybe marathon maybe half marathon like (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> no, you just say, okay, no, I'm going to do 100
1: miles. There's something about what what makes me me is, like, if we're going to do it, it, we're going for You're uh, gonna uh, it. You're just going to do it. We're going.
0: Okay. Like, no, no holds bars.
1: Ask my wife. Like, anything that I say that is going to get done is going to get done, whether bleeding, whatever, sweating, blood, sweat, and tears the whole Funk way. Fuck a
0: plan. Let's yes. just go, Let's and, go and hope for the best.
1: But, like... Nothing, no no training, no idea, no no nothing like I didn't even know like how much water you should be drinking. But yeah, we're going to go do this. So. No
0: offense, that sounds like an incredibly dumb way to die. Oh
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm 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 good at stupid things.
0: Okay, like, so as as a small side note, we're going to say this because uh, since we do train with Victory, we both have the same running coach, and Coach Lauren would not approve of that training plan.
1: No, she probably would frown <laughs> upon it, which, like, we're still getting to know each other also, which <laughs> she could be like, eh, maybe, but I don't think it would surprise her that it would come out of my mouth, judging what, by what she knows about me so far. <laughs>
0: That we just went and ran and had no idea how to fuel, how to how to hydrate. We just went and ran.
1: Yeah, it sounds like
0: Forrest Gump, kind of like I just felt like running.
1: Maybe, maybe a little bit. Maybe I think we all have a little bit of Forrest Gump in us.
0: You do for sure. You do for sure.
1: So then we we well then like that never happened. Like work got in the way and I got injured. Just I had uh, a turf toe. (laughs) i got i got so that's not
0: something that just happens to football players
1: probably just uh like mismanagement not not running properly recovering properly doing anything properly that that was a result okay so then like several years passed probably probably like three
0: now are you still like kind of running occasionally at this point or are you kind
1: of like we were set for 2020 to do it 2020, the, the 100 miles okay. still. And the COVID happened, of course, and then the world went crazy. and
0: So obviously no 100 miles.
1: No 100 miles. Okay. But I was still like, I don't know, what I thought was a lot at the time, Like, I was, it was like a couple, couple years were 400 miles a year. And I was like, oh, man, that's a lot. Yeah, and then yeah. it got to like 700 miles is a lot. Now it's like. Mm, we're at, like, 800 already.
0: Jeez. Turn, Wait, you're at 800, it's July 1st.
1: Current, current, current date, yeah. Like, okay. it, it's over. So, then, 20, the, everything got pushed to 2021, now it's 2021, and I thought, I knew what, I thought I could survive just on grid alone.
0: <laughs> For 100 miles? For 100 miles. Okay.
1: And we got, we got there, we're at the race now, and five a m like we're we're all in the middle school at Titusville, and the gun goes off, and so did Mother Nature, <laughs> like torrential downpour for like three hours, lightning, everything we're like, oh my God, like the trails
0: and you're in the woods, and it's mud lightning. trails
1: turned to mush, like nothing was runnable, nothing like you couldn't do anything,
0: so now really dumb ways to that so
1: now now it's like. Uh, serious now I would I would say we're like I made it
0: we're like a trained runner would already probably be struggling oh yeah here you are like not really trained
1: not really trained thought I was just tough enough and now now we're in trouble (laughs) so like I made it one loop I made it out for the second loop and come back into the school at the end of loop two I had trench foot on both feet because all the water I I didn't bring any other shoes. I didn't bring anything else. Aid stations were so confusing because I was just trying to get in and out. I wasn't prepared for anything. And like questions were hard at the time. And I couldn't maintain any kind of pace because my feet really hurt. And I I called it at, at 62 back at the school. That was... Probably, maybe one of the best things that actually happened the d n f like I learned so much from and and that race kind of molded what would become of of last year, like I knew then that you you can't you can't control the weather, that's the one thing you can't, so you you control everything else,
0: but so you've got to actually train oh yeah, regardless of the weather now. yeah.
1: Yeah, now, now, like, I knew that, that there was a problem and I knew that I didn't have the, the capacity to figure this out. So I went and I, I hired a coach and I worked with Vanessa last year and she was probably one of the, she was very, one of the best, but the, the, the training plan that she laid out, man, it was tough. It was, it was tough. I, Anybody who
0: doesn't follow Chris on social media, Chris runs now in any kind of weather. Like, there might be a snowstorm blowing through, and he's got icicles hanging off his beard, frost. He's out in three feet of snow. It doesn't matter. Chris is outside. Do you ever put Miles in on the treadmill? No,
1: not anymore.
0: Okay, so it's just outside, no matter what.
1: Because you can't predict what happens on race day. That's like... Like, what we're dealing with now, like, it's, it's an ozone action or air quality alert. Well, these people behind us have a race tomorrow.
0: Yeah, so they're running no matter what.
1: You have to. You have to prepare for everything. That's why, like, in the heat, like you said, in the snow, I ran in a in the nor'easter this year. I put cleats on my feet, and away we went down the trail. Like, it was just... Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't, if the, the miles are on the schedule, I will do them no matter what.
0: So, realistically, the DNF taught you multiple things. It taught you, A, you needed to train. Yes. B, you needed to be prepared for any kind of weather, any kind of situation out there. And C, it probably made you kind of hungry. Like, okay, I got to do this. Just just the knowing you, like, now I've got to come back, and now I've got to come back stronger, and I'm going to finish. I've got to get... Cross
1: that finish line. Yeah, there was a lot of like, uh, licking the wounds for a while, <laughs> feeling sorry. Uh, it Took a while to like, just, just recover from everything. I didn't, obviously I didn't know nothing about recovery and what it took and what you should be doing, what you shouldn't be doing. Um, but then 2022, like I said, we got the trainer, check, started learning stuff, check. Like practicing everything, every kind of scenario. Like you said, weather, uh training with real food, like intaking real food, simulating aid stations, and Well my yeah, truck. because
0: during during actual races like this, the aid station has real food. Like you're not just having oh, yeah. gels, you're not just having honey stinger waffles out there, like you're actually getting to an aid station where there's oh, substantial it's like, food.
1: It's like Candyland. Like <laughs> you come in this place and there's music playing and people yelling and like Everything that you want. There, last year there was a big thing I never had it, but they were during the night of of day two, it was lasagna. Oh, my God. I wanted to eat that lasagna so bad. I talked about it for the next three days on how I passed up this lasagna because I, I was very nervous of what would happen if I put that inside of me. I love a good
0: lasagna. <laughs> I mean, but you're on a trail, you know? You got to take a shit. You got to take a shit. It, like...
1: Whenever it happens, it happens.
0: <laughs> there's there's something you said over the winter, and it really kind of resonated. There's nothing glamorous about this sport.
1: No, no. <laughs> what? And I'm sure these people behind us can... Can attest to as well like well and
0: i feel like it's kind of like that in general with endurance sports there's there's nothing glamorous like it looks glamorous maybe sometimes it sounds glamorous especially the people who are coming out and they're finishing on a podium and they're qualifying for other races it's still not glamorous like you've got toenails falling off you've got chafage in places you don't even want to talk about you got bleeding nipples i mean <laughs> Let's be honest for a minute here. Yeah. This is—it's real. You're taking shits behind trees on a trail while other runners are going past you. It's—it is what it is, and we all embrace each other for it and give each other a high five and keep on moving.
1: Exactly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but it is what it is, and I think that's kind of—that kind of is the beauty of what makes this aspect, this realm, a little bit more of like a family thing. Like kind of what you said with with Tough Mudder, how it's this team environment of everybody's helping each other it's kind of the same thing when you're out you know running that that ultra marathon or these people who are out here training for this this triathlon they're going to do tomorrow like if something happens i guarantee you, you see a biker on the course tomorrow who's got a flat tire and they're fumbling through it somebody else is going to pull over and somebody else is going to help them try to figure out hey what's wrong with your tire hey do you need a tube hey is there a tool that you're missing out of your kit hey can i help you get off the side of the road and back onto the road faster that's it's it's a family, whether you know these people or not, it becomes this community of other people who are just as insane as you trying to do these crazy things. And it's it's like we're all bonded <laughs> over this insanity, Oh yeah, <laughs> which is super cool. That's super, super cool. Um, I mean, I know for myself, like I have not I've not stepped foot into the ultra realm yet. I've run seven half marathons. Uh, And I shouldn't say that because I feel like that's cheating it. I I ran one half marathon that I trained for, kind of like you. My other half marathons, it was just like, ah, I I just show up on race day. I maybe ran a couple miles, and I just hope for the best. You know, I didn't know what (laughs) what kind of shoes were good running shoes. I didn't know what kind of socks I should have on or shorts or, you know, it's it's raining, and I'm very, very immediately humbled by what I decided to put on my back that day because, you know, it's – it's not, it's not good. It's not good. I definitely think having the coach (laughs) helps in an immense amount because you're, you're more thoughtful of what you're doing, uh, of how you're planning out your race day, of how you're going into it, of how you're fueling for it. So I certainly, I, like I said, I I hate to say I've only run one race because really I, I ran one and the rest were just kind of, um, let's tie up our shoes and see what happens and, and <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not necessary you know I would be like for a week I couldn't walk I'm, I'm hobbling like I mean anybody's gonna hobble but like really hobbling like can't can't even get out of the car kind of hobbling so I I certainly understand that and that's when I I registered for the half marathon last year uh, I had lost 30 pounds and I was like man You know, like I had done this eight week body challenge and how do, how do we keep sustaining this? How do we sustain this fire that I want to keep going and keep pushing myself? And so I was like, ah, hadn't done the half marathon in like seven Mm -hmm. years. Let's go, let's do this half marathon. And and my husband who is not, I shouldn't say he is not a runner because he was not a runner at the time. I asked if he wanted to go and he was like, Uh, no, like running just for the fun of running does not sound like fun. I just, I said, babe, you don't understand. There's a walking division. You can walk as much of the course as you need to. It's so much fun. There's bands out there. There's aid stations. People make their own aid stations. They bring beer. They bring cupcakes. It's just a really great vibe. Plus you're running through the city of Pittsburgh. And my husband is a yinzer through and through. Like, I think that there's like Monongahela River in his bloodstream. hundred (laughs) percent. I would move away from Pittsburgh in an instant and he's like no black and gold for life so he eventually is like okay you know maybe this could be fun so he signs up and goes with me and he has an immense like this this great race day i mean it poured poured kind of like your first you know like buckets and buckets and buckets of water for probably the first hour of the race and he still finished
1: that was 2 years ago that was 2 years ago it was, was 2022 20,
0: <laughs> yeah and, and and he still finished, and 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 when I say that we didn't really train, I don't think he ran more than four or five miles at one time. And he still finished in, like, I want to say, like, two hours and 20 minutes. Natural athlete, okay? Natural athlete. And and from that, I mean, he was like, okay, so literally, we get back in there, and he's like, all right, are we signing up for next year? He was just, he was hooked. So it made me really happy because running has always been something that I enjoyed doing. I never took it super seriously, but... I enjoyed it. It was fun. It was a nice outlet. I think it's a time for me when I can try to shut my brain off a little bit. I don't really know. Maybe by shut off my brain, that's kind of a dumb thing to say because while I'm running, I'm still thinking like, oh, man, like that's a pretty butterfly over there. Oh, man, how fast is the creek flowing today? Oh, no. oh man, I'm, I'm there's the, a mosquito on my arm.
1: I'm kind of the total opposite. Like, when I start running, the brain function just goes out of control. Like, <laughs> I, die, I could diagnose any world problem i could diagnose i don't cure cancer at the moment like i give the best speeches and whatever on the trail that i would never say in real life (laughs) and it just it doesn't stop like every hypothetical situation and every it's like i'm dr strange out there so you're solving all the world's problems opening up all these these portals and like things I'd like to tell people, like, yeah, that guy, fuck him. Oh and, my like,
0: god, so you're literally solving all the world's oh, it's, it's problems. Crazy. While you're out. It's okay. cra- and
1: then I'm like preparing, like, all right, I took this picture, so I'm going to write this in the post. <laughs> and I have like this big, elaborate, super well, in- inspirational post all planned. And then I get there and I'm like, yeah, Sunday, fuck yeah.
0: <laughs> and that's
1: it. Hashtag me. Yeah. Um, <laughs>
0: Hashtag me.
1: Then away we go. I'm like, well, that was a good plan while I was running.
0: No, I think like my brain just is constantly going between the kids, between their school activities, between their sports, between my husband's schedule, my schedule, work. There's just constantly so many things revolving in my brain at one point that, like I said, it's just kind of my time that I don't want to say my brain tunes out, but it kind of does. And I just think about drivel, stupid things and it's okay because none of it has to matter. And like you said, I, I take a I take a ton of pictures. I take a ton of pictures while I'm running. And then I always think like they look really great. And then I get back to the car and I'm like, oh, I don't even know what that's supposed to be a picture of. But you know, <laughs> hey, whatever I was outside, I was running. It's it's good. It's good. But I don't know. It's 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 a time where our, as much as I can, I can shut my brain off. So for me, it's a release in that aspect because I'm just I can focus on my feet hitting the pavement. I can focus on this breeze feels good. I can focus on whatever music. It, it's a time where I can control things as much as you can control when you're running. You know, like I control how fast I'm going. I control what songs I'm listening to. I control if I want to have some jelly beans now or if I want to wait for like three more miles. It's, it's just a nice time, I think, to, to be alone. Alone, I guess, maybe that's a terrible thing to say. It's Somebody asked the other day, like, what, you know, why are you training? Like, what are you training for? How, you know, you're, you're getting better, you're getting faster. No, I just, honestly, like, sometimes I think I just like to train because I get a break from my kids. <laughs> 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 I, get, I get a little bit of reprieve from the kids. I get a little bit of reprieve from just, you know, same thing every day. I get to go different places, run different places with different people sometimes. And even though I'm running with people, I still like to, I don't know about you, I like to run by myself. Like... Races are cool, but I still, I just, I want to listen to my music and I just want to go. I don't want anybody else to depend on me. I just want to be there and I just want to f***ing go. So if that's slow, that's slow. If it's fast, my fast is still not fast. It's probably still slow, but it's, it's whatever I want to do. It's whatever I want to make it. So that's, that's my personal, my personal two cents for what it's definitely not worth. I just, I don't know. Like I said, I think that it's nice that you control it when you're out there. When you're on a trail, when you're on the road, even if you're on the treadmill, which I know you don't do, you are, you're dictating it. And that's, that's kind of a really cool thing. Um, I don't know that maybe it's, it's tough. And I think that as we, as we go over this podcast and we start to bring some other guests on, it'll be cool to see what other athletes are, you know, their thought processes on that. Like, What are they thinking about while they're doing this? Like, am I the only idiot who replays who run the world girls over and over and over in their head? You know, like, am I the only person thinking about, like, what am I going to make for dinner tonight? It's it'll be cool to kind of see everybody else's thought process. about what You know, I know um, Mikey Tanza, like one time he was talking and he said, yeah, he's like cussing himself out, motherfucking this. And you are fucking you fucking got this. Let's fucking go. You know, it's everybody does something different, I think there's something cool to learn from all of that that's I, definitely
1: i was definitely there too it was it was last year uh i had a pacer Ben, and it was a, the middle of the night I, wa- I was not happy i was not having a good time <laughs> and i was doing math extremely extremely poorly and all of a sudden we were at like well, I don't know, mile eighty, and I'm like, well, this isn't gonna finish this year. I was like, fuck running, fuck everything. I was like, I'm never doing this stupid shit again. Like, and Ben was just a, a, a rock star. Like, everything of a pacer that you could have asked for, that's what Ben was. And he like,
0: shut the fuck up he, and let's go. He
1: reeled me back in, like <laughs> casually. Like we we were yelling at each other in the woods and stuff. And it was it was. But like I said, he said everything that he needed to. And whenever we came into the last aid station, they had these, these it's, it's a funny story, they had these pinwheels, and I was talking about these like pinwheels. Like a pinwheel,
0: like you would have in your garden?
1: No, like uh like, oh, like the, a cookie. The wrap thing. <laughs> that had, like, lettuce and turkey and stuff in them, and, like... <laughs> I grabbed a handful of these pinwheels and I was like, we're going to try one of these pinwheels. I was like, shoving pinwheels in my mouth and I was like, let's go. And he was still filling up something and I was already headed away. He's like, where are you going? And I'm like, I'm going up the trail and like shoving food in my face. And I was like, you get one of these pinwheels? And he's like, no, you didn't get a pinwheel. And I'm like, come on, dude. Like, I've been you talking the about ball. these pinwheels the whole time. <laughs>
0: So he never got a
1: pinwheel. I never got a pinwheel, and I held it to him to this day. And he registered. He finished. Uh, we finished t- together, and then I went on for my go home loop, which was seven miles. Uh, with my my crew chief, other pacer Sam, took me took me home to get the hundred, and uh, Ben actually signed up for the 100k this this october okay
0: so he'll be out there this year are you gonna go pace him
1: well that was the deal but then like as closer uh registration came like two days before registration and i was like hey ben uh i'll probably run this race together oh god because then we both get a buckle. you know
0: all I, all I picture when you t- when you say that is like you guys wearing the Dumb and Dumber like eighties prom outfits? That's what I imagine you two doing.
1: If it wouldn't chafe so bad, I would say that would be awesome. That polyester. <laughs> yeah, I could see that going bad really quickly.
0: I think that that goes in the Guinness Book of World Records. They have different things that you can win for, like, somebody ran the Boston Marathon in a banana costume, and there was... Oh, it's world's
1: fastest banana. Yeah, Yeah.
0: See? Maybe we're doing this all wrong. Maybe we need to, like not approach this from the endurance aspect but approach this from like guinness book of world records like how can we break some records with uh running fast as like i don't know like a hot dog or something
1: but that was kind of like going off of that too like that was kind of the whole thing behind tough mutter and doing the later hosing, which was you you have to be part of the show like that, uh, you're covered in mud, and now there's these dudes running through with later hose, and that's that's pretty funny. Like, Heck
0: yeah, it is.
1: People are gonna rem- remember that.
0: Well, 100, percent and then they're gonna laugh about it. <laughs> yeah, like oh yeah, that time that guy hoisted me over that wall and there was later hose, you know?
1: Yeah, exactly. I love so that. So you you be part of the show.
0: Okay.
1: Like I had I had a similar experience with uh, the Pittsburgh Marathon as as Shane did. Uh, yeah. Oh, you just
0: kind of got roped into yeah, like, it. Like
1: I, my cousin, he was always like the runner of the family, always Mister Cross Country and whatnot, and like I've never d- done anything, and then like it was just kind of blown away by. How big of an event it was for the city.
0: Oh, it's huge. It's yeah, huge. I have no idea. Well, and it's a whole weekend thing because you've got the 5K on Saturday. You've got the kids race. You've got like a pet walk slash run. Um, there's a toddler race now. I don't know how long they've been doing that, but there's a toddler race. So if you're like two and under, you can go and do this toddler race. Uh, and then that's just that's just Saturday. That's just yeah. Saturday's event. So then, you, and Friday, Saturday, you've got the expo going on in the convention center, and then Sunday's the actual race. Race. So yeah, it's... like
1: no idea, none. It that's kind of just. You just I said guess... okay, I'm
0: gonna sign up and go, and you had no clue. Well,
1: fun, funny, <laughs> funny story. If we want to talk about how how I got signed up for the first thing, it was like uh, the week prior to the marathon. I. It, it was lining up that I was going to be home. So I texted a couple people, and I was like, how can I get a bib for this thing? Oh,
0: my God, no.
1: So three days before the marathon, this dude in Ohio never met him. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm not going to be able to make it. He's like, just take it.
0: Okay, and you you had been running, but not like training for a half marathon. Yeah. Okay. No, no,
1: it was it was a full. Oh,
0: you did the full marathon? (laughs) Yeah, first. Okay. First. Okay, you know most people try the half first. Yeah, no. But again, you know we're talking to a guy who did the did a fifty k. Back at, okay. All right.
1: Yeah, so three days prior, all of a sudden, we're running a marathon now. A
0: full marathon. 26.2 miles, full-ass marathon. Yeah. Okay.
1: Everybody's like, you'll be all right. And
0: again, at this point, do you know how to fuel? Do you know how to hydrate while you're running? No,
1: no. I didn't even know what an aid station was.
0: Okay. Okay. Did you even, like, know that there's, you know, certain certain clothes you should probably wear? Yeah, like,
1: like I I knew, like, kind of what works, because I, uh... I mean, we're laying it all out there. I, I kind of got sensitive nipples. So, like, I got a...
0: I have nipples, Greg. Can you milk me?
1: Yeah. Can you milk me? So, like, I had, I knew how to watch. The tighter, the better for me is what works.
0: Okay. Do you put Band-Aids on your nipples when you run? Not, not
1: since I do, like, the compression shirt. Okay. The compression shirt
0: takes away. I, that's, I don't know anybody who's ever uh, watched runners... At a marathon, maybe not so much elite runners because they know what they're doing, but you, you see guys with like oh, bleeding. literally bleeding. blood stains oh, yeah. running down their shirts because they've got bloody nipples. Oh, <laughs> such a shame! See, that's what bras are for. Women, women got it right. <laughs> I, my God, no! So you ran a full marathon and you finished.
1: Finished, yeah.
0: Did you die the next day?
1: Not, not. It wasn't terrible. Okay,
0: so just as a disclaimer, I don't recommend this. I don't think that this is probably the smartest route. No. If you are not an experienced runner who is not trained for a race, a full marathon is not. is probably, probably not the place to start. No. no. But, but you 5K, can do it. Five k might be good. Uh, ten k maybe even half marathon if you really want to push it. But you can do it. Sure.
1: Yeah, you can do it. Okay. You won't die.
0: With enough grit and determination.
1: You won't die.
0: You won't die. Probably. Probably.
1: But there's medical people there if you do.
0: (laughs) That is why they have the medic station. So, I mean, at least I guess we've got that. You, you would have been prepared. They would have been ready to wheel you out in an so ambulance.
1: Somebody would have caught me eventually, like when I swept the course wait, or something. So, so
0: this guy gives you his bib. So, like, what happens if you would have gotten swept off then? They, they would have called his emergency contact I, and, and I, your wife would have been sitting at home waiting to find out where the hell you were.
1: You know, until you said that, I, I really never even thought of that.
0: <laughs> this is why transferring your but bib the, is probably this, a good thing when you race. <laughs> this
1: dude, too, uh, he still is, too. Like, he's fast. Okay. So, like, I was, like, in in Corral, either A or B.
0: Okay, and so for anybody who's not really, like, a runner, when they they give you, you kind of pick, you seed yourself, I guess, usually. Yeah. For a lot of, like, the lower key races and how fast you are depends on what Corral you're in now. I, personally, I go in whatever corral I want. I feel like they've started paying closer attention to that, though, because the Pittsburgh half this year, they were actually looking at your bib to see what corral you were supposed to be in, and they wouldn't let you go up. You could come back in corrals, and, like, A is really fast, B is pretty fast, C is still fast, D is a little slower, E is a little slower, and I think there was, like, F or whatever, and that's the walking division. But it's easier to, like, fall back in the corral. So you didn't even fall back. You just went and lined up with the A people?
1: Yeah, I was like, oh, well, that's what it says. So I'm going to go.
0: And you didn't get stampled over?
1: Uh, a little bit. A okay. little bit. Well, okay. there was, there was like a group of people that I was trying to stay with and like through maybe like six miles, I was, I was pretty good. And then like I started, the pacers and stuff started marching away from me and I started piddling out and, and whatnot.
0: Okay. But, well, and that's, I mean, that's another big thing about racing is you don't ever want to bust out of the race and, like, run your fastest miles. Oh, yeah. That's, like, the worst and dumbest thing you can do. I do
1: that all the time. It's okay, awesome. okay. You yeah, won't die. you will just pay for it later.
0: <laughs> I mean, like, during the race later when you're, like, literally, like, you're, you're, you're struggling. You're str- I always tell me to start out slow. Oh, yeah. And all the people who pass you, it's okay because you're going to come back and you're going to pass them later. It's okay.
1: That, that's proper. Has this all been reserved? Oh, no, you're fine. Play through.
0: (laughs) So, all of this happening, you've you've now run a full marathon. I'm running half marathons. I'm actually signed up to do my first full in October. There you go. And uh, I'm going to do the Marine Corps Marathon in honor of my dad. He was a Marine. Uh, It's going to be a shit show of a weekend because that's, like, the first anniversary of him passing away. So, it's just... It's going to be like all the emotions, the emotions of like the runner's high, the emotions of, man, I trained really hard because I'm training. I'm not just going to go run this marathon and have no clue. My, my body is too old for that shit. Mm. Um, you know, the, the emotions of training for this and being there with my family my mother-in-law's coming she's bringing the kids so it'll be the first time the kids come watch us race my husband it's his first full marathon there's like a whole team of pittsburgh there's probably seven or eight of us maybe more i don't know going down to dc so it's it's going to be that and then obviously the emotion of my dad you know the marines and growing up a military brat and just that atmosphere i'm, I'm super pumped i'm super stoked but i, I gotta be honest I, i'm shitting my pants a little like You know, I mean, I know, like you said, I know I can do it. It's just what kind of shape am I going to be in? So, hey, again, big shout out to Coach Lauren because I'm supposed to be running eight miles tomorrow. We'll see about that because there's going to be people on the Ironman course and maybe I might try to push that till Monday. I'm sorry if I do, Coach Lauren. (laughs) I'm going to try. I was going to run today, but you know, life. So we'll see. But I think it's just about being consistent. I'm trying to be consistent, be, be intentional with my miles, be intentional with my training, with what I'm doing. I kind of, after the Pittsburgh Half Marathon this year, started slacking on my weightlifting and on my nutrition because because I was just tired and I needed a little bit of a break. So I am trying to really make sure that I'm dialed into that because like you said before, you know, working with Justine, who is a beast, amazing, and Joel, her husband, so incredible. The, the strength that you get not just physically but also mentally I think from the weightlifting and then from eating right you know like mm-hmm. not eating a bunch of shit all the time and uh, my husband like he burns so many calories it's so easy he wants to sit on the couch and have like cookies and cream ice cream before bed and I love ice cream he's one of
1: those people yeah I can't yeah, do that I
0: love ice cream so much and now I'm like okay but I've got to be like I said I have to be intentional you know if I want a snack before bed I got to like do some yogurt with maybe some some protein powder and something just trying to be really intentional trying to start dialing it in so that I can finish this race in a, in a happy and healthy environment as much as you can be when you've just run 26 miles and are probably just ready to, like, sit down and, and die for a couple minutes. <laughs>
1: well, like, from what I know from the, the Marine Corps, it's like, you'll see all the monuments, it'll be cool, it'll be fun, and a Marine salutes you at the end and gives you your medal. So
0: and i feel like that's that's going to be the real moment for me that's going to be the moment where i'm just like cue the waterworks like all the emotions a i just physically did this b i just mentally did this and c like i miss my dad you know obviously but what a, i'm i'm so stoked and then you know i feel like after that you know next year it's it's kind of a toss up because i i really enjoy biking and i love this atmosphere of this triathlon and, and the the You know the swimming. I'm just. I'm not a swimmer. Like
1: I only dog paddle. um, Like I said.
0: I don't like to put my face in the water, and this just looks like so much work. But it's there's also something really gratifying about doing something that you're not good at, about getting better at it, and about honing in on like a skill set that's really not a skill set, making it become a skill set for yourself. And and I think that that's kind of where I'm at. I'm kind of at this point where. I know that this is not my strong suit. And maybe it won't ever be my strong suit, but maybe I can make it my bitch a little bit, you know? Like, so I think now it's, it's kind of becoming that. My husband took me swimming the other night and before I got in the pool, that's what I just kept saying like, Fuck this fucking pool! Fuck this pool! I'm over it. Fuck this! I'm gonna swim 500, and we're gonna call it a day. Like, and normally I don't. Like, I, I swim a couple laps, and we're done. And I, I did. I swam 500 the other night, and that was for me. That's a big deal. And maybe if I just mf the pool every time I go, it's, it's just gonna get better and better. But. I also would really love to start breaking into like more of this ultra world and this trail running. See,
1: we could get you on the trail. I
0: know, I know, and that's my brother's doing uphill, and I come to
1: the dark side. I know.
0: It's just I feel like there's just something that's like really, like.
1: Whenever you start running that mileage, then you can have ice cream.
0: I know. I know all that high volume, but listen, like I'm also really clumsy, so (laughs) I. I I don't know. I'm I'm also afraid of like chipping over a a big tree branch and just face planting into a trail. It happens. But, I mean, I, I feel like I've done that off of a horse and off of a bike. So really, what what difference is it? It's just a different, it's just a different atmosphere. I might as well. I mean, you know, if you need people who are going to try to talk you into stupid stuff, this is probably the right place.
1: If you're not falling and bleeding, you're not doing it right.
0: Yeah, you're, you're talking to the right people. <laughs> if, if this is the kind of stuff that you're thinking, like, oh, that might be kind of fun. This is, this is where you should be. Um, I know some of the people that we've got lined up to come on as we're, we're progressing over time. Some of our teammates from Victory. Uh, we have the owner of the hot yoga studio. Yes. Where you frequent in Massachusetts a lot. Yep.
1: It's um, uh, actually New Hampshire. Or, yeah, I sorry. live on the border. Okay. So.
0: My bad. My bad. Uh, so Hot Yoga Studio, that'll be pretty cool. To- Brooke, right? Brooke. That'll be super cool to talk to Brooke. Uh, we've talked to Mike McKnight. Uh, looking forward to maybe having Mike on. Um, a couple other ultramarathoners. Um a lot of people from a lot of different walks of life
1: right and that's kind of the direction that we want to head we just don't want to be specific on one group in particular we want to try to encompass everybody
0: absolutely well because that's i think that's the biggest thing about all of this is we both started as overweight i don't want to be mean but i mean let's be honest overweight frumpy parents who just wanted to be in better shape. Like my A1C was borderline. My dad had type one diabetes. I don't want to have diabetes. I want to live past 68 and be able to see like my kids get married and to see my kids have kids. So like I needed to do something drastic now, or I was going to be on a slippery slope that was going to fuck up my, you know, my future, my future plans. And, you know, same for you. Like you want to see your kids grow up. You want to see your kids do cool things and you want them to see you doing like it's I don't know. It's, I think it's just really important to, to kind of dissect yourself and, and give yourself a reality check. Like it's you can like, either stay where you're at, you can keep doing what you're doing, you cannot change, or you can take the first step. And maybe the first step is, you know, finding a, uh, a nutrition or, you know, a weight lifting coach like, you know, Justine, or like we know Hayden, you know, through victory does a lot of that. Maybe it's talking to somebody like that. Maybe it's, you know, I, I don't have time and energy or money for a coach, but like, I just need to get better. So I'm going to get up off the couch today and I'm going to do 10 toe touches or I'm going to walk around my block. Like it doesn't have to be like you. Let's go do a 50 K pace. It's, it's all little by little by little. Like you don't like to run. You don't like to bike. Cool. Go play pickleball. Like pick up a tennis racket, grab a golf club, get up and do something that gets your heart rate moving a little
1: bit it's like the way that i think about it and this is like one of my i don't know three speeches that i'm actually good at is the world needs heroes especially in this day and age and if you look at the heroes like look at look at i'm a big uh i'm a big avenger guy so look at all the avengers like iron man wasn't made iron man tony stark made the iron man suit and that that took a long time. The Hulk wasn't the Hulk before he took the the medicine. Uh, Spider-Man wasn't Spider-Man before he get got bit. Like, all these people made themselves what they are. And like I said, especially today in this crazy world that we live in, be the superhero for other people. Be the superhero for your kids.
0: For your friends, for your cousins, for whoever, because you never know who's watching. I think that's the exactly. biggest thing. The number of times I'm at the gym and I'm on the treadmill because I have to do a lot of my training at the tread- or at the gym because they've got kid watch. So, uh, you know, people will come up to me while I'm on the treadmill or I'm on the bike and like, man, you know, you're here every day. You're, you're always working really hard. Or there's two or three times I've had ladies who, you know, I I met them like a year ago, year and a half ago when I first started all of this, and they'd be like, oh my gosh, like. Your bodies look like the the transformation I notice in you, and that makes you feel better. It makes you feel like, man, because there's days where you feel like i'm I'm not making any progress. What is this all for? Is this all for nothing? Am I just being stupid? and it's it's moments like that where you realize that these people are watching you and you don't even know. So, like you said, whether that's your kids, whether that's you know your family members, whether it's your friends, there's people who are noticing what you're doing and and the adventure that you're on, and I think that's. What's super, super, super inspiring about this because we're helping people without even realizing it. So, again, you want to talk about some dumb stuff. You want to talk about some cool stuff. You want to talk about ways to make your life better. That's what we're here for. That's what we're going to do for you. We're looking forward to doing more of that in the future. Uh, stay tuned for all kinds of cool and crazy stuff. Make sure you follow us on Instagram. It's Aid Stations X rays. Um, Always here to share fun stories, funny experiences. Yeah. Let us know your funny stories and experiences because, listen, we love knowing that we're not alone. You know, that time you shit your pants on that run, <laughs> we're here for it. That's, that's what we're all about. So um, thanks for joining Chris and I. Again, Chris, thanks for meeting me here in Happy oh, yeah. Valley. Like it literally worked out perfect. You were on your way home to see your family for the weekend.
1: As, as we're meet, meeting you people for the first time, we've just met each other. Yeah, for literally, the first I think we've time. known each other on Instagram
0: for like a year or so. I don't even know how we we met on I, Instagram. I, I, I couldn't just tell, finding yeah. local local <laughs> runners, looking for new runner friends, always. Um, so here we are meeting for the first time, meeting you guys for the first time. And we're looking forward to this incredible journey. So we, uh, will be talking to you guys soon. Everybody have a great fricking weekend. Uh, let's go everybody racing in Ironman happy Valley this weekend. Take care.
1: See ya.